Fridleaf and Helga by Adam Olenschlager, translated into English by George Borrow. The woods were in leaf, and they cast a sweet shade. Among them walked Helga, the beautiful maid. The water is dashing o'er yon little stones. She sat down beside it and rested her bones. She sat down, and soon, from a bush that was near, Sir Fridleaf approached her with sword and with spear. Ah, pity me, Helga, and fly me not now. I live, only live, on the smile of thy brow. In thy father's whole garden is found not a rose, which bright as thyself and as beautiful grows. Sir Fridleaf, thy words are but meant to deceive. Yet tell me what brings thee so late here at eve. I cannot find rest, and I cannot find ease, though sweet sing the linnets among the wild trees. If thou wilt but promise one day to be mine, no more shall I sorrow, no more shall I pine. She sank in his arms, and her cheeks were as red as the sun when he sinks in his watery bed. But soon she arose from his loving embrace. He walked by her side through the wood for a space. Now listen, young Fridleaf, the gallant and bold. Take off from my finger this ring of red gold. Take off from my finger this ring of red gold, and part with it not, till in death thou art cold. Sir Fridleaf stood there in a sorrowful plight, salt tears wet his eyeballs and blinded his sight. Go home, and I'll come to thy father with speed, and claim thee from him on my mighty grey steed. Sir Fridleaf at night through the thick forest rode, he fain would arrive at his loved one's abode. His harness was clanking, his helm glittered sheen, his horse was so swift and himself was so keen. He reached the proud castle and jumped on the ground, his horse to the branch of a linden he bound. He shouldered his mantle of grey otter skin, and through the wide door to Sir Eric went in. Here sittest thou, Sir Eric, in scarlet arrayed, I've wedded thy daughter, the beautiful maid. And who art thou, rider? What feat hast thou done? No nightering coward shall e'er be my son. O oh, far have I wandered, renowned is my name, the heroes I conquered wherever I came. Han Elland, tis true, long disputed the ground, but yet he received from my hand his death wound. Sir Eric then altered his countenance quite, and out hurried he in the gloom of the night. Fill high, little Kirsten, my best drinking cup, and be the brown liquor with poison mixed up. She gave him the draught, and returning with speed, Young gallant, said he, thou must taste my old mead. Sir Fridleaf unbuckled his helmet and drank. Sweat sprung from his forehead, his features grew blank. I never have drained since the day I was born a bitterer draught from a costlier horn. My course is completed, my life is summed up, for treason I smell in the dregs of the cup. Sir Eric then said, while he stamped on the ground, Young knight, tis thy fortune to die like a hound. My best beloved friend thou didst boast to have slain, and I have avenged him by giving thee bane. Not Helga but Hela shall now be thy bride, dark blue are her cheeks, and she looks stony-eyed. Sir Eric, thy words are both witty and wise, and hell, when it has thee, will have a rich prize. Convey unto Helga her gold ring so red, be sure to inform her when Fridleaf is dead. But flame shall give water and marble shall bleed before thou shalt win by this treacherous deed. And I will not die like a hound in the straw, but go like a hero to Odin and Thor. He cut himself thrice with his keen cutting glaive and went to Valhalla the way of the brave. The knight bade his daughter come into the room. 
Look here, my sweet child, on thy merry bridegroom. She looked on the body and gave a wild start. Oh, father, why hadst thou so cruel a heart? She moaned and lamented, she raved and she cursed, she looked on her love till her very eyes burst. At midnight Sir Eric was standing there mute, with two pallid courses beside his cold foot. He stood stiff and still, and when morning light came he stood like a post without life in his frame. The youth and the maid were together interred, Sir Eric could not from his posture be stirred. He stood there as stiffly for thirty long days, and looked on the earth with a petrified gaze. Tis said, on the night of the thirtieth long day, to dust and to ashes he mouldered away. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.